artistic director Gabriel Stelion Shanks. Welcome to the Drama League's Hashtag Collaboration, our digital video and podcast series where some of America's most influential artists sit down together to discuss the unique cooperation and teamwork that lies inside every great piece of theater, television, or film. Hashtag Collaboration reminds us that the magic we enjoy on our stages and screens always begins with great minds coming together around an idea. To watch more, you can visit dramaleague.org and click on Digital Series, or simply search for the Drama League wherever you find your podcasts. And now sit back and enjoy Hashtag Collaboration. Hey, I'm Awoye Tempo. I'm a director and producer. Hi, Ngezi Ayao. I'm an actor, playwright, producer, multi-hyphen person, creator of things. <laughs> Hello, my darling. Hello. How are you surviving? <laughs> I'm doing good. Yeah, the sun is yeah. up today. That feels amazing, you know? Even though I'm not going outside, but it feels nice from inside. Yeah, it's like pouring rain outside. I don't know if you can hear it from my apartment, but it's no. Oh, like, man. It started last night, and now it's just like doused. It's yeah. good. It's like it'll keep people inside. Yeah, well, that's true. That's true. That's true. Maybe that's what we need. It's also <laughs> the next couple of days, so we'll see how it goes. I think we're right behind you. I think we're yeah. right behind you. Yeah. I actually love this. I actually love this moment because I feel like I have, I, 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 when I try to remember when I first met you, I feel like our stories might be different, okay. but I can't, I can't remember. So what I remember is some, and maybe it's the same. I'm, I remember some sort of meet and greet at the public theater. Mm -hmm. And sometimes. One of those circle ups. One of those circle ups. You know how like they did it was their. One of those yeah. One of their first day rehearsal for something that they were rehearsing for. They do like the giants. Hi, my name is, and I do this. I think it was one of those. Yeah. That was okay. That's perfect. That's what it was. And I think we met in the lobby afterwards. But I, see, I feel like hijacking your story. I don't know if I remember it in this way, but I'm taking your story as if it's my own of how we I, met. So I thank you for creating our origin story. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. Yes. <laughs> well, I don't remember like the exact. I just know that we met at the public, and I was like, "Oh yeah, that's African." <laughs> and you're like, <laughs> Um, and you didn't run away, so that was always a good sign. And I remember always you were directing thing. something for like the fellowship or something like that, and you were directing okay. Shakespeare on Tap. Oh yeah, we were doing that, and I was thinking I was doing a fellowship at the public that year, so it's like yeah. I was like on brother size or something. I can't remember. Yeah, and I was like the artistic intern at the moment at that at that time, yeah. and I was see Cameron Alec, um, and I was like. Where are the black people? And I saw you. Mm -hmm. Ooh, director, good to know. Remember <laughs> just going and like, you know, because the public theater has always, you know, they're just always doing something at that time. This was, what was this like? This has got to be like twelve years ago now, thirteen years ago. Yeah, what year is it now? It must have been two thousand seven. Yeah, I think it was two thousand seven or eight. Um, now, had you gone to grad school already? No, I didn't go to grad school until like two thousand ten. I didn't enter two thousand ten. Okay. Yeah. So I think that, that that's pretty, we definitely met at the public and I was an intern and you were like a directing fellow. And then we just kind of kept track with each other from yes. then on, which is really yes, funny. Yes, totally. Yeah. I remember we would like email randomly while you were in school yeah. and then you would be back and we would run into each other. Mm -hmm. And then you started um, Now Africa, that must have been after you graduated. 
Yeah, we were doing first gen though. I don't know if you'd ever seen any first gen mm-hmm. thing. First gen. Mm-hmm. We had yeah. done first gen like right before I went into grad school, like 2009, 10. Um, and that was like, so Yvonne Orchie, Scroll Akabu, some other um, First Nation Nigerian women. So we had been doing that. And we had, I'd been coming back a year, like during Christmas break or spring break to like do that project. Um, and then now Africa, I don't think we, we only did that two years. And I think we didn't do that until, was that pre-Homecoming Queen? That was pre-Homecoming Queen, wasn't it? It was. So that was like maybe 15, 2015 or 16. I don't Gosh, even know. Where's the time go? That's crazy. No, that's, that's, that was like last year. I'm like, no, that was not last year. That was not no. last year. Maybe 2015 or something. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. I feel like that's when we like really started just like connecting even Sing, more. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, and I would just because I, I would come and see stuff or direct readings right. or whatever. Right. Um, and but I don't, I don't think, feel like necessarily we were like hanging out a lot at that no, point. We would be like in orbit of each other, right? Like we hadn't really collaborated on anything. It was more like, ah, if I get a chance, you know what I mean? It's like would love to see how yeah. you are in a room, and then I would see projects of yours, like classics, or I would see things that you were directing. I remember it's just keeping track that you were doing like, once we did an associate. I was just director for Shakespeare on the sound. I was, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, like I remember like you were, you know, just doing stuff there. Um, I feel like, I think you were like the associate for, was it, remember that, that the, the green space readings for August Wilson? Yeah, uh, that, okay, that's where it was. That's actually. where I think we got more like hooked up, right? That's where it was, yes, because we had, yeah. we did um, that Ruben and um, Stephen McKinley Henderson mm-hmm. and Vera, who was at the green space at the time, they produced all the August Wilson plays, and I think right. you saw almost all of them. I saw all of them because I saw all. I saw all of them. I was there once a week. Like, where's my seat? <laughs> Kenny Leon was like, "Who are you?" I was like, "Don't worry about it." <laughs> You're like, "How did you get tickets?" I said, "Don't worry about it," because you were like, "Come to this thing," and it was like this amazing. Oh my god! Of like August Wilson luminaries just reading his work from like it was like from the order of one of uh, of the decades, right? I think we read them. The now if we read them in the order that they were written i think so yeah I think so. or the order of the decade rather the, the, the decades that yeah. they take place, yeah i think yeah. no um, and that was such an amazing incredible project and experience and it was just kind of like this um, like brilliant community of people just kind of kept like returning to the green yeah. space to listen to these amazing actors read these plays it was yeah. so beautiful it was very exciting. Um, and so, yeah, I think when I got out of school, we just kind of, again, just kept track of each other. And then when I started writing, mm-hmm. I was always like, where's the way? <laughs> that was totally. And I had also seen yeah. um, the production that you guys did of Good Grief at Intar. Intar? Yes. Yeah. That was yeah, like yeah, yeah. Super, like, bare bonesy workshop. Brilliant. So good. Um, yeah, that's sort of like, I feel like that's always like the community, that's like the community version of the show, you know what I mean? Like if you were there from like the beginning, you know? <laughs> um, like our meager, we were like Shakespeare in the park for four days, like you could yeah, yeah, it was it. brilliant. It was amazing. amazing. And it was so great um, to like walk up to Intar and then there was just like this group of people who just like wanted to be there and like share in the love of this piece. And you guys like made something epic and beautiful out of so little and it was just like luminescent it was so beautiful thank you thank you so i feel like we you and you me yeah we've always been just keeping track of each other yeah and then when homecoming queen when mm-hmm. that play started to form itself um 
I was working at at NYU. Mm-hmm. Devin had like space for for writers, and he was like, "Hey, you just have to use NYU actors." Mm-hmm. Uh, and I remember I had you sit in. I was like, "Hey, do you want to sit in on like a little mm-hmm. display, this thing I'm working on?" You know. And then from there, it was kind of like we just kept talking about it, and you just yeah. kept talk about it, and it was a very like non-committal dating. Yeah. Really- it was, was like, dating. I was enjoying yeah, it. Yeah, it was like, you want to hang out? Cool, I got this play, <laughs> no promises, but like, you want to take a look at it? And we uh, just kind of kept meeting at like Lincoln Center and like, yes. you just kept hanging out. And then very quickly a production came. Yes, totally. And you remember, because yeah. we went up to, um, um, we went up to mm. Yale. Yale, that's right, that's right. page 73 like, yeah, that to, work, to work on it for like, how, how long were we up there? Like a week or I so? Think a week. Yeah, that was a week for um, it was Michael like a Walker week. Had yeah. invited me to work on that. And I was like in the process of that. And I was like, hey, come hang out. And that was like a really lovely process with me and you. Well, I could go away. Yes. Like, be like, this is what I got. This is what I don't got. Um, it didn't come out finished by then. It was kind of like, this is a suggestion. And like the, the reading still felt really palpable, even though it was like, this might happen here. Yes, so we totally. like, were like that. But it felt like, oh, we definitely got something totally. and then communication wise I felt like I was like oh we fuck with each other like we vibe yeah. yes you know like oh we vibe okay cool if this becomes anything yeah we could definitely keep working together like yes, it was very totally. easy it was easy and I remember yeah. too like the really good thing about it was that there were I mean it was so new you know mm-hmm. and so it was there were so many questions but I just felt like both of us we had like a lot of space to like ask questions and like yeah. not know everything and we right. had a group of people too that was just kind of like they wanted to they were like so invested in telling the story and how we we're going right. to tell the story so everybody was like chill but right. focused but chill you know right. what I'm saying and, and because I think everyone was focused like and we were treating like the one thing I did know was that like it was a play about unveiling something that happened yeah. Like, so it was like a mystery. So yes. we all were like, <laughs> it was fun because like, I didn't know what was going to happen in the play. Like I tried and write a scene then, and everyone's like, oh, a new page. Like, it was great. So it was great. Like, like one page, like one line was like, that's new. So it was, it was a cool, the spirit of the room was really lovely because I think workshop can be really great. I think because no one knows what it is. And as long mm-hmm. as everyone walks, actor, director, writer, walk into the space for like, I don't know, today it's this. Yes, totally. And um, that vibe of it all was really exciting because it was yes. like, Ooh, what's, what's, what are we going to do now? What are we going to make now? What's going to happen yeah. next? Great. Yeah. And you do this really cool thing that I had noticed. I think this was pre-Homecoming, but I had seen a reading that you had done. No, for Now Africa, you had done a reading of Mpanyusa's play of Run, Boy, Run. Yeah. And the structure of the room, like you had done it kind of like, it, even though like the room was, the audience was in proscenium, but the, the, the actors were in the round. Mm-hmm. There's something about the experience of experiencing this reading that you always, and it wasn't like over-directed. It was still like, but you know, it was still like staged here. And I was like, I don't know, there's something about, can you talk to me about that? There's something really cool about that workshop process of, mm-hmm. of I don't know, it was very, not just ritualistic, but it was just very much like, I felt like I could see the play without mm-hmm. having to do much. Can you talk about mm-hmm. that? And I know that you had done it with Homecoming Queen as well when we had done the first reading um, right. at Yale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, you know what it was is, oh yeah, because at Yale we did the reading in a circle. Mm-hmm. 
remembering, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I remember, you know, I was, oh, I've always been so interested in like what the form of the, of the space is and mm-hmm. how, do, how can we kind of think beyond the proscenium, even if we're inside of the proscenium. And yeah. I remember a great director, um, I think it was probably um, Joanna, Joanna Settle. And I remember she had been directing a reading and she said, she was she had said something along the lines of whenever she was directing a reading she chose one moment in the reading to um kind of put up on its feet but a very simple gesture one moment in the in the reading to have a gesture of the play even if it's just everybody rises at the same time takes a deep breath in and a deep breath out like it could be just that simple um Mm -hmm. so i've really kind of taken that um to to heart and said oh we're just we're listening to the play but what are the different ways that we can listen like there's so many kind of traditions especially kind of our west african traditions that's about what does it mean for us to come together and listen to a story together which is basically Mm -hmm. what a reading is with like characters but it's like you know if you've ever gone to like an engagement ceremony or anything like that you know sometimes there's I remember I went to an engagement um ceremony and it was just in Jersey um it was a Ghanaian ceremony and there was like someone who was leading the ceremony and they kind of had their script and then other people had their roles but it was just like in somebody's living room but there was like a whole story it was like a play happening inside of the ceremony and so it's kind of taking that idea of our our own kind of ceremonial practices and using it with what we would consider like a traditional reading you know yeah yeah i just always loved that i just always loved that was like just i remember seeing it on run by run and being like oh like not just because it was an exciting play but i just like the structure of like how it was all set up was really like gorgeous and it made me think even as for me as a young director how it is that I would like to form a room or how it is that like what kind of room that you're forming even in the inception of a play you know it without doing too much you know yeah totally it's like and I feel like what's what's so fun and what, and it's kind of great because we've been able to do that the Yale reading we did mm-hmm. reading at um at New York, New York State Film. Film. Yeah, and that yeah. one was so interesting too because the setup of that one which is so brilliant and I think that you know there's other places like the O'Neill that do things like this as well where mm-hmm. you we we worked for two weeks maybe like a week or something and a half mm-hmm. in the room and then we did a reading and then mm-hmm. we went back into the room and we made edits and then we mm-hmm. did another reading. So it was like this constant like, oh, let's present a little bit and then go back and then keep working and carving. And I remember yeah. as we were doing that too, it was so beautiful. It was just like, okay, well, let's, let's play. Let's just like yeah. jump in and just see what this is going to be, you know? Yeah. And that was like a good reminder for me because as someone who like self-produces at that time, where it feels like even in its smallest form, it has to be sort of presentation ready. And that was a great thing of like not holding on. That was like a great lesson of like not holding on to just because it worked this afternoon doesn't mean you can't go back and make changes. Mm. Like there was like at that time we're like, we've done like the first performance. And I think we had a rehearsal with me and Shegu like where yeah. we were, I was acting in the workshop, and then we had to like cancel rehearsal because I got all inspired, and then we, and then like, you know, whatever. The- uh, hold on, that that moment right there, it was so <laughs> amazing because it was like I think you came in in the afternoon. We had called everybody in in the afternoon, 
then we just missed everybody. And I was like, no. And then we like kept Shegu and then we improv. And I was like, I have to go. And then they're like, all right, rehearsal's canceled. <laughs> Which is why I didn't do the off-Broadway production because I was like, right, if I get a hint of inspiration and I'm in it, rehearsal's canceled. You can't go nowhere, that's right. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, so, and then we ended up doing like a performance that night. We had done like mm. a brand new scene. Yeah. You know, um, so it really was like a nice reminder for me to sort of stay humble in my writing of like, oh, tomorrow a new scene might be like the show's, the play's published now, but I'm pretty sure that the second production is going to be new scenes. Like, you know what I mean? Like, cause I'm like, ah, I'm not quite, you know, I'm not quite, sometimes you gotta, Katori says this really beautiful thing. Like plays are never done, they're just abandoned. Yes, yes, totally. And I'm not ready to abandon that one yet. Like it was a yeah. great production and it was a great, we had done so many incarnations of workshops and even our Atlantic production that was so much fun and so intense. was still mm -hmm. short, it's still, it was still really short. Yeah. You and know? You, I wonder too, like there's so many, I feel like we learned so much about much. the play inside of the production of it. We're like, oh man, I wish this play could have one more go. Yeah. You know no, it's just like a reading afterwards. You can take all the stuff that you've learned by the time you're opening. But there's always, yes. always something that you're like, oh, I could make this X, Y, or Z. You know, yes. it's like it's not quite finished before it goes into publication. Do you know right. what I mean? Because I was yeah. like, do I want to publish? I'm like, I guess we'll publish it. But I guess, like, I hope they're ready for, like, a second edition. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure, like, should I be blessed, knock on wood, to get another production, it would be really great to, like, dive into... Like, I don't think I want that question open-ended. I think I want to solve that question. Mm -hmm. like, I think I want to mm -hmm. work on that. That I Like, even seeing the last, the last performance of it, I was like, oh, yeah, we do need that scene. Oh, yeah, we don't need that. You know, um, that I was like, oh, oh I, you know. So that's, that's, it's just really interesting to, like, to see that. Now, I wonder for you, having worked on something like Good Grief, but really mm -hmm. had had the chance to both work on it three mm -hmm. separate times and also in three very different productions of it yeah. like how that has informed or if you feel like the, the kind of last version of good grief that we did about two years ago it's like are there still things you want to tweak or do you feel like okay i've had three really full opportunities to explore what this piece is and mm -hmm. feel like okay i'm ready now to share it with other people I mean, it's one of those things where it's it's a say, it's almost the same thing. Like I can rewrite good grief forever, um, just because I think I learned new things about grief. I learned new, and I have, and as someone performed at different times, there were three different intentions of doing the show. Right, like the work, the first workshop at Intar, it was just like let's just get this thing up, yeah, and let's memorize these lines. That was the only goal. It was like <clears throat> Russell G. Jones directed it, and he was like, "You got to stop making edits so that you can memorize your lines." That was like. <laughs> that was the artistic intention. That was it. <laughs> and it was like, raise money so you don't go broke because I paid for everything. Yeah. Um, and I, and we produced it literally in 45 days. So I put up like my waitress money and then hope that just got paid back. You and we made, huh? Were you a waitress? Yes. I was everything. I was a personal trainer. I was a waitress. I was a barista. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I've had many, many survivals pre the glow up, if you will. <laughs> I love it. So many, so many. Um, 
And then that one was really just to like get it in front of people. And then we had this beautiful interest and then nothing sort of happened. And then I won this, uh, this writing award called the Humanitas for Cali writers. And then the goal of that one was like, that, I was just so happy to get like a production that I didn't have to raise money for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Patricia McGregor had directed that and she was a beautiful, you know, I've always worked with beautiful collaborators <clears throat> that I've, with Russell, it was about like just an, a friend who I knew yeah. also directed that we yeah. just got on well and who's a great actor and working with friends. That was like, that was the goal of that one. It's like, hey, let's put something up. I'm here for the summer. I'm out of school. Let's just put something up. And and it felt great and people received it. And I was like, oh, I think I have something. And then, you yeah. know, Kirk Douglas had taken on the play and, and Patricia, I was a fan of. She was a director yeah. I was a fan of. We had never met. Um, really? Yeah, we had never mm. met. I, I had just seen, I've seen so many things in um, New York and regionally that she directed. Um, mm. I heard, and I knew her husband, but I just, mm. we had never met. And I wanted a black female director. Um, and that theater was, Kirk Douglas was very like, oh, we're, we're aware of her as well. We would love to work with her as well. So that was like a beautiful, okay, you know, collaborate. And, and she was just very much someone that was like the perfect person to do the world premiere because you know, I don't know if you, you know her, but she's very much a doula, a spiritualist. <laughs> uh, yeah, I had lost a really good friend at that time. Mm. Um, so there was a lot of also just present grief that I was battling and dealing with. And, mm-hmm. and so there was just a spirit of, uh, of, of grief and uh, gratefulness that I was just trying to work from, you know? Mm. Um, and that was something I just learned. It was just like joy, 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 you know? And then with us working together, it was interesting because I had already done two productions. Mm-hmm. The producer was not available because, you know, it, the production came last minute. So yeah. I was like, all right, well, who do I trust mm-hmm. a lot? And you and I had already worked with Homecoming Queen, which was beautiful and difficult and amazing, you know? And I was like, and I felt like we had established a really great language. Mm-hmm. And um, I just felt like, and because I was also planning on acting in it again, I was like, I, and, and I know... New York actors can be crazy. Like, you know what I mean? I know, <laughs> I know that, like, I just wanted to maintain the spirit of, like, keeping this a joyful experience when doing things in New York can get very pressure-filled and very intense and very New York-y. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, who am I not going to get crazy in front of? Like, mm-hmm. who am I not going to boss around, order around? You know, they had suggested directors I didn't really know many of them and it just felt like this doing it for the third time felt like I don't know that I can do this play with someone I don't know Mm -hmm. even if fancy or whatever it just felt like it felt very counterintuitive to be doing because I know the play so well Mm -hmm. to, to, to do the play as an actor and playwright with someone who we don't already have a great, we have, like, I feel like me and you, I feel like me and you have a good relationship with, with contradicting ideas, with challenging each other, you know, um, you know, we're very good at, like, I have a bad idea, like, you know, Uh, a really bad idea, okay, this is really dumb, but, (laughs) you know, and, like, I trust you to say no to me, and vice versa, and -hmm. it just felt like, for a play like this, that does require, I think, so much, um, emotional vulnerability, not just as a writer, but as a director, it felt like to work with someone who I consider a friend, but also a, a very smart collaborator, a very smart director. It just felt, it felt counterintuitive to, to have anyone else who I don't 
who I just don't know for something that feels really personal in mm-hmm. front of an audience in New York that can be rather judgy, right? Like the audience mm-hmm. will go ahead and be that audience who's like, what are you doing? Who's the person thinks she is that's writing and directing or writing and acting and, and, and who cares about this play? But like, if I can just surround myself with artists who really can put me and my fellow actors in a place of vulnerability, I remind me that that's what the play is about. So mm-hmm. I feel like New York was about reminding myself, because I hadn't touched a play in two years, mm-hmm. reminding myself that this is the ultimate thing about like what the play is about and to surround myself with other artists who I am in some way familiar with felt like the best holistic way to do the show. Yeah, totally. You know? No, that's a beautiful um, reflection because I feel like the other thing is too that <clears throat> in a way, I feel like sometimes when we think about um, kind of collaboration, like sometimes the word like compromise comes up a lot, you know? Yeah. And the thing I really feel as in the pieces that we have worked on together is in a way I feel like I wouldn't use the word compromise to describe what the negotiation of our um, collaboration is. It's yeah. more like I have a thought or um, something something doesn't feel quite right. And I think, I mean, you can speak to your experience too. Um, and then we um, articulate as best yeah. we can. Sometimes yeah. we're figuring out the words, but we articulate the best we can. What feels yeah. great, what is not quite right or what questions are kind of percolating. And then we're able to kind of have a conversation about what that thing is, what the thing is that's not kind of sitting or doesn't feel quite in balance. Um, but I don't feel necessarily like we compromise on things. I feel like yeah. we keep pushing and we yeah. keep talking and we keep digging and then we collectively come to some sort of collective joint truth about what yeah. something should be but yeah. I never feel like I had to sacrifice a part of the thing I was feeling in yeah. order for a moment to exist right same, same here I just feel like yeah I feel like we have good uh language and i'm also i think because i'm such a lover of the theater mm. i'm just like and it might be the my libra self i am very much a stay in my lane art, artist so mm. i'm like if i want to give that much thought i will direct the play do you know what i mean mm. like it's not necessarily fun for me as a playwright or as a playwright actor to dictate to my director what something should and should not be like that. Mm-hmm. I, I can I can sit with you and the set designers and the sound designers and be like, this is how I see it, and I do do that. And and the directors and, and the designers might give me something that I was like, well, that's not what the fuck I said at all, right? But at the same time, it's like, but that also I feel like I am someone who like that has to be allowed because like I don't set design, I mm-hmm. don't sound. Like yes. I don't photograph. And so there has to be a, a place for every artist to, if they've said yes to my project or to something that you're directing like or, or acting in, I have to create space for them to bring their creative thing in it. Cause it also won't be, it also won't be fully it if they also don't get to bring their, their full version of it. And I feel like you're really great about that to also be like, well do it, like go ahead and, create that thing like you know and so I feel like our collaboration allows for people to really do their own thing which can be really daunting Mm -hmm, (laughs) totally some people but also can be really interesting to watch people really step up to something they didn't even know that they had so I'm I'm, I'm always excited for us getting into a room together and for the people who get into a room together because I think it's really challenging for all of us Mm -hmm. creating that new thing 
Yeah, totally. And I think it's too, I think the really beautiful thing um, that you're saying too is that like you, as, I think as a person, which mm -hmm. is just reflected in your art making are such a kind of a warm, open, person um and you have a lot of generosity but it it's not that you're not kind of clear you're yeah. very clear and can like really um kind of advocate for all the different things with like such beautiful um and gracious nuance which i think is just and it's just an incredible skill you have as a person you're able to navigate so many different circumstances and situation and people and i think because you're such a um, like a lover uh, like a lover of life and people and you know and you have so much heart that it makes the collaboration so um effortless in a way because the thing that and i think also because as you're saying because you see so many different um plays and you engage in so many different kinds of art you also have a very wide ranging palette mm -hmm. um and so then I think it what happens, it means that you're not afraid of the unknown because you know that, oh, there's possibility inside of the unknown and the possibility, even in the moments where it might be like, oh, I don't know how this is going to work out. Yeah. You're open to it because you know that the venturing into that unknown might un reveal something magnificent. You're not afraid to jump inside of that unknown space to get through to the other side. That and the more and more I'm aware and the more like we kind of know like the behind the curtain, like, you know, like, the more collaborators mm -hmm. I do watch where I'm like, that production was the shit. And they're like, mm -hmm. that was a nightmare. Or like <laughs> the other opposite where it's like, that was whatever, but they had a great process. It was like, oh, like every, there's a goal for every different production, you know? Sometimes mm -hmm. like it'll be an amazing process and it was, a, you know, and no one connected with it or yeah. not a lot of people connected with it or not the, or the critics didn't connect with it you know and like there just has to be awareness of like well we connect with it and we know what we were trying to do yeah. and like can't control how everybody else receives this thing and like yeah. the and that's like i'm coming across that the more and more i do whatever kind of writing or performing it's like all i can do is my job mm -hmm. and all i can do that and, and i can do that with a with um I know from a place of gratefulness and from a place of openness mm -hmm. and from a place of curiosity and warmth and everything else kind of be damned. You know yeah. what I mean? Not to say that I'm not an ambitious person, not to say that I want, don't want things well received, not to say that I don't want that success thing, but the more and more I'm doing this, it's more like, oh, that stuff, I can't, con I really can't control that. Mm -hmm. uh, and I don't know that I'm super interested in controlling that. I'm really just interested in the work and mm -hmm. for all of us to like figure out what the mechanism of this piece music whatever is and if we're all really excited about it um then like i don't think we can fail and if we yeah. do it's like well that didn't work out you know? yeah exactly it's like what is failure in that context it's like we came together we worked our hardest every single day we gave yeah. a lot we tried to be brave we were ambitious we were hopeful we were scared whatever the thing is but then yeah. that, that's what that's just what it is and it makes me think also i feel like um we have also kind of learned along the way how to um 
bring people together um, mm -hmm. who are going to be exactly the right people for the room. And yeah. I feel like there's a reason why, you know, we call on Obron at every possible <laughs> opportunity. <laughs> there's a reason that we, you know, reach out to the, the grand dam, Patrice Johnson, you know, there's a reason right. that like Zenzi is always nearby or Fedna yeah. and even if people take a reading or workshop or production because yeah. there's people too like that have that kind of support our kind of mission for what yeah. do we want the room to be so that we can also do our best work and we need everybody to be um to be a part of that and that's from everybody from the stage manager to the designers yeah. everybody who we have in our um kind of control to be able to um bring together like we work really hard i think especially as we kind of keep collaborating we continue to yeah. work really hard to cultivate that space so yes. that so that everybody and us as well can do really sometimes also really hard and as you say like we're do, talking about plays that are dealing with trauma that are dealing with grief and i feel like for myself too what i feel so grateful for is i feel from our um from the things that we've been able to work on together i feel like mm -hmm. they have also strengthened my own skills and my own mm -hmm. tools you know there's things that i maybe was like i can say oh i wish i could have done x y or z better in homecoming queen but then that informs like the things i was able to do in good grief and then yeah. we have that experience and then we can continue to grow so i think part of the collaboration with between us and all of the people who have been a part of you know some of these multiple projects is that we are pushing each other and kind of continuing to support each other's growth you know mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah 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 so what are we doing next what's next what's next <laughs> when the theater reopens yes exactly when the world opens again yeah. see what we're gonna do i'm gonna try and read right now and it's it's you know it's like we've, we've talked about this so many times yeah. but yeah. like finding the places to just be able to concentrate right now and yeah. focus now yeah. i know you're um working on um on a series in los angeles so there's like yeah. kind of requirements yeah. <laughs> for each day <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's good. Yeah. Well, we're on hold now. So now it's like, oh, I guess mm -hmm. I gotta get back to my writing. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I was like, everything is on hold. So it's it's interesting. Like the now it's like as a writer and as an actor writer, it's like, okay, well now the only thing I can definitely do is write. Like, you know, like but at the same time it's weird. This this um this uh this uh little pandemic <laughs> or big pandemic yeah. is like no, it's it's writing feels a little futile at the moment mm -hmm. yet it's the only thing i can do it's like stay healthy stay inside mm -hmm. stimulate myself but i don't know how to stimulate myself these days i am writing like the first couple of days it was like you know and then yeah. it was like who's this for mm -hmm. <laughs> cares? someone will care when this is all over maybe but like will it matter but you know there's like so many there's yeah. multiple like you know, I have like a deadline due today for a micro commission. Um, have you started uh, written it yet? Have you? I wrote it. I've started three days. I started three days ago, Amazing. but it's like a micro commission, so it's like a five to ten minute play that I'm like, oh, that was due today. That's due today. Okay, so I'll, I'll work on that today. And like the great thing about that one is that it's actually like they don't want you to spend too much time on it. Mm. They don't want you to, you know. And now it's like, all right, just write this thing. This is the yeah. goal. Here's the thing that's it was something. 
I don't think I'm allowed to, uh, I won't say who or whatever, who I'm commissioned by, but they're doing these micro commission plays. And okay. they've offered the playwright like a little fee, mm-hmm. which is a little beautiful, which is really beautiful. And it's like, they're giving you like a couple days to write it. And it's like a five to 10 minute play. And it's just, it's never going to be produced, but here's a little bit of money. And there's something really beautiful. I'm in a lovely, knock on wood, privileged place, privileged place where money is not a problem at the moment, but it's a beautiful offering that they were like, we understand that, you know, shit's real. And like, if we're going to be asking something of you, we're going to be compensating you, uh, mm-hmm. which I think is a really gorgeous um, offering where I've gotten a lot of offers, come write this free thing. <laughs> and I'm like, you don't know what my situation <laughs> is. And, and I'm fine, but I'm also like, what about the, like, are you going around to a bunch of people asking them to do this thing for free? Really? Um, and this time where arts are like, where there's nothing, where people can't even do their survival jobs? I don't know. I don't know. I think we need to, I don't know, you know. So yeah, <laughs> but that's the other thing we're like, oh, well, I, but then I was thinking to myself, oh, well, I, I think I want to read a play on mine in Zoom. Should I just Venmo my friends and send them, like, see what they're doing? Mm-hmm. I'm like, maybe I'll Venmo them. Maybe I'll pay some people. Like, you know what I mean? Like, maybe I will extend that same thought and be like, hey, guys, I need to read this thing out loud. And like, here's 50 bucks to like, just read my thing, you know? Because, um, you know, it's real, <laughs> you know? And I want to collaborate. And I wanna make- but I'm also very, I'm very cognizant of the fact that like, I mean, people can't even do their survival jobs right now. And like, it's hard to talk about, it's hard to write and make plays a priority. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And I don't know what state of theater is going to look like when this is all said and done. And I don't know when this is all said and done. Yeah, totally. No, it feels like the moment is like, our first priority is just like, be a human being and take care of yourself, take care of other people, you know? And everybody's like, has to, figure out what they need, how to stay sane, how to yeah. stay safe, how to stay healthy. And so yeah. I feel like every day um, is a new adventure. You yeah. Know? Um, yeah. And figuring out how to do that and how to do it better and how to not um, get stressed when you have a bad day and you mm-hmm. know, let yourself be for a moment, you know? For a um, moment. Yeah. And just Many keep moments. doing the things that we can in the moment that we can. And that's where we are. Yeah. That's yeah. where we are. But yeah. I'm very, very happy to see your gorgeous face. <laughs> so as a director, how, like, like, how is this going? Like, cause I know like as a writer, if I do ever get inspired or whatever, I can sit and freaking write. Do you know what I mean? Like, but I yeah. know you write as well, or you are also like a divisor as well. Like how is, how are you dealing with this as someone who like, who kind of needs words and needs the work to, mm-hmm. to, to like do stuff? Yeah. No, it's so interesting. I've been thinking about it a lot. And, you know, at the end of the day, I think one thing that is um, kind of comforting is Mm -hmm. that there is, before the place of getting into a rehearsal room, let's say, like there's so much work that gets done outside of being in rehearsal, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So it feels like there's time, I mean, everything's been either postponed or canceled, but I feel like there's so many other parts of our art making that are very much at our disposal, whether that's um, reading, whether that's doing absolutely nothing and just sitting still. Yeah. (laughs) Just like connecting with like who you are in this moment and just kind of Mm -hmm. connecting to your own kind of 
breath in your own humanity. Like that yeah. is all part of our toolbox, you know? Yeah. I can be reading, I can be devising, I can be talking talking to people as we've done so many times. Um, so I feel um, that one part of our work is unavailable really for we don't know how long, but yeah. so many other parts of our artistry and developing ourselves up as people and as artists that I can do from the comfort of my own home. I mean, I'd rather be outside, but I can do it from here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's this, I have like all these books that I have not read. I can right. read, you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, and, and also just kind of learn. And funnily enough, I feel like I was in a place where I was like, oh, I've been doing a lot of output. And the thing that I really need to do is like slow down um, and kind of just learn and take new things in and not have any kind of pressure for how any of those things are going to manifest, but just kind of just take it as planting seeds in the same way that when we're together and we're figuring out what a moment is, sometimes we might introduce an idea for something in one moment. Mm -hmm. We don't figure it out until weeks later. Yeah. Until like you know? second, oh my God, <laughs> cut that scene or we got to cut that monologue. Do you want to tell that actor? Because I'm not. Bye. <laughs> exactly. 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 We need to cut the entire monologue. Exactly. Which is why I'm really thankful for you. Where you're like, so you cut this, and I said, and I go, yeah, bye. <laughs> and you're like, where are you going? I'm like, don't worry about it. So that's yes, exactly. No, but it, it feels like um, it's, it, it feels like this can be a time for. Um, First of all, doing absolutely nothing. Like I'm trying not to put any pressure on myself to do anything but live in the moment um, and do what the moment requires. But on uh, as well, I feel like it's a good moment to plant seeds. But you know, it's like they say, you know, you plant a seed for an olive tree, it takes seven years to grow. So that's what it is. Yeah, it's olive. It's olive it's, tree. It's, it's olive tree time. Uh -huh. I just want. Yeah. Uh, this was awesome. Can't wait until we see each other again or probably do so it. good to see you. I love Let's you. Some reading of the next play. Did you get the pages? Yes, I got them. Okay, cool. So I we'll talk about it. I can't, I can't <laughs> okay. wait. It's going to be great. Yeah. Thank great you so much. Love you so much. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs>